Hello, my name is Josh and I am your host. Welcome back to the Fantasy Fanatics podcast. Tune in weekly to make sure you win your league. This week we'll be going over the start and sits for week seven. Week six was one of the lowest scoring weeks. Um, I'm sure lots of you were very excited to see your fantasy teams drop 70, 80, 90 points. I know my team certainly did. And we're looking forward to some uh, brighter, brighter weeks ahead. Uh, week seven, four of the five top fantasy players are out for the week. Josh Allen has a bye. Uh, Cooper Cup has a bye. Um, Jefferson, a majority of the elite players are on a bye week this week. So there's some uh, options on the waiver wire that you may be forced to put into your starting lineup. Uh, the first option I'm looking at is Alec Pierce for the Colts. Uh, he's the wide receiver two in that offense uh, ever since he's uh, started playing. He, he's gotten a consistent 10, 12, 14 points. It's not gonna, he's not going to do anything crazy. He's not going to drop 30. Um, but he is consistent if you're looking for a guy that with like a safe floor, high PPR upside. Um, Matt Ryan's throwing the ball like 45 times a game at this rate. He'll have plenty of targets, even behind Michael Pittman. Brian Robinson, who should be who should have been on a roster, but if he's not for whatever reason, make sure you go get him. He's the lead back there, goal line work, um, touchdown upside every single week. Um, Marquise Brown, who is injured, will miss six to ten weeks. Rondell Moore, I think, is a great option. Um, they did bring over Robbie Anderson. But there will be that growth period where Anderson will have to learn the playbook. Uh, he might not fit in right away. So Rondell Moore is going to be that wide receiver two behind Hopkins. Um, we'll get to him in a bit. But Rondell Moore, I think, is a safe PPR option. You know, no one throws the ball more than Arizona. So make sure you guys pick him up as an option. Um, D-Hop, who's coming off his six-game suspension, this will be the first time we see him. Um... He's tricky. Last year, he was very touchdown dependent. He averaged about 14.5 points a game, eight touchdowns in 10 games, which isn't necessarily sustainable. Um, but the Cardinals throw the ball so much, I think he, he'll get a safe number of targets. He'll have a safe floor. Um, he might not be the guy he used to be. He might not be dropping 30, 40, 50 for your teams like he did in Houston, but he'll definitely be a safe wide receiver two option to start. Uh, look, Melvin Gordon, I think you guys can just drop him at this point. Latavius Murray, you know, they needed they needed the win against the Chargers. They were down. They were up. They were in all sorts of situations. Latavius Murray was in the game. Gordon had .8 points. I think it's safe to just throw him on the waiver wire, trade him away, bench him. I wouldn't start him unless you absolutely have to. Um, Dak who should be rostered. He's coming back. He's playing the worst defense in the league in Detroit. For some reason, he's not added or someone's willing to trade him. Definitely pick him up. He'll put up top QB top QB numbers this week with all the buys. He'll be a great option, especially against the Lions, you know. Uh, Justin Fields, rushing upside. I think he's one of those players where you watch him in-game, and he's exciting, um, his passing leaves a lot to be desired, but for fantasy purposes, his rushing attack is going to be what elevates him to starting lineups, I think. Um, 
he's a good replacement. Say if you have Josh Allen, go pick up Justin Fields. He's still going to get the running work. You know, he always has a chance for a touchdown, rushes about 10 times a game. Definitely go get him. Daniel Jones, same thing. He's like Justin Fields, maybe not a little bit more accurate than Fields, but he's going to get a ton of rushing work. You know, um, read options with Saquon, you know, they, he loves to run the ball, and he's, his ankle's getting more healthy. Definitely think that's worth it. Cam Akers, biggest bust so far this year. You know, he went in the second, third, fourth round, and he's done nothing. The team sent him home. You know, they're looking for a trade partner for him. Um, he may be worth holding on to if you feel he might go to an explosive offense, like potentially the Bills. But otherwise, like, if he gets moved somewhere like Houston, like, just he's done. Drop him. He hasn't looked good. He's not in a good situation. Russell Gage, you can hold on to him if you don't trust Godwin's health. But Evans, Julio, Godwin, they're all back. Gage at this point is just a a wide receiver handcuff at this point. And nothing in that Tampa offense makes me think they're going to score a ton of points. Like, like, they struggled against Pittsburgh. They've struggled all year long. I think at this point, Russell Gage is... He's definitely droppable, but if you want a handcuff, go ahead. Carson Wentz, injured, isn't good enough to clog up a roster spot. Drop him, get rid of him, trade him. He's not worth it. Um, looking at some of the matchups, 49ers Chiefs, Brandon Ayuk finally dropped a big game last week. He had 28 points, two touchdowns, about 90 receiving yards. I don't think he'll necessarily replicate that performance. Um, the Chiefs defense has been its been okay this year. They haven't been one of the best defenses, but I think Ayuk is still the at times, even the fourth option in that offense behind Kittle, Debo. You know they like to get the running backs involved. Jeff Wilson will catch five passes a game. He's a risky play. He's either he he has high upside, or you can you saw it last week. He dropped 20, 30. But as in weeks previous, there's games he'll have two targets, two catches for thirty yards, and he'll completely bust for you. Um, I think if you're the underdog in a matchup, I think you got to start him up because of the chance he's going to, like, there's always a chance he'll drop points. Um, looking at the Thursday night game, which everyone knows has been notoriously awful this this year, we look at um, Taysom Hill. The Saints quarterbacks are banged up. Um, there's a shot Taysom Hill plays quarterback. But he's still listed as a tight end on Sleeper, ESPN. He's still listed as a tight end. Whether or not those platforms change that, I'm not sure. But we may be in another situation where Taysom Hill is going to be playing quarterback while he's listed as a tight end. And the tight end position has been weak all year long, I think. If you can get your hands on Taysom Hill, just on the waiver wire, just as just in case, because if you, it's so rare to get a tight end that drops te- over 10 points a game. If you can get Taysom Hill just for the chance he'll start at quarterback, it's totally worth it. He'll, you know, if you if T- Taysom drops 15, 16, 17, he rushes, he throws, he catches passes, he's going to, you know, he'll win you your week pretty easily. Um, Olave, fire him up. All the other receivers are out. Michael Thomas, uh, I'm, 
many managers are on the fence with Michael Thomas. I think a lot of them are ready to just kick Michael Thomas to the curb. And at this point, I'm I'm hesitant with him because I know the great receiver he is, but he's hurt all the time. Um, the quarterback plays shaky. Olave has outperformed him when they play together. I think Michael Thomas... You know, he doesn't have a lot of value if you try to trade him. I think you just got to hold him, honestly. Wait for when he comes back and everybody puts up a big week then ship him off as fast as possible. Let him be somebody else's problem. Kyler, obviously, start him up in all the leagues. James Conner has been a little disappointing, but he's also been banged up. I would start him low RB2, RB3. They throw the ball a ton, so he does have PPR upside. Ido Benjamin is definitely worth a start if uh connor is not able to go you know benjamin's a good start um wide receiver wise robbie anderson hold on to him for one more week wait to see where he is in that offense rondell moore fire him up d hop fire him up um the saints offense is extremely limited uh, i don't think anyone outside of Olave or Taysom hill is worth starting if you're in a deep, like, 16, 20, 32-man league, maybe look at guys like Keith Kirkwood. But, like, realistically, that offense is going to throw maybe 10 times this week. It's going to be old school, and it's going to be another boring Thursday night game. At least that's what we're expecting. So thank you for turning, tuning in. We'll see you guys next week, and good luck.